Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Listen to the Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Welcome back, episode 70, Scoreboard Addicts Podcast. Special guest, Anthony the Rook, is on <laughs> with the boys. How Thanks for joining us there, Rook. I deserve that. <laughs> deserve that. Got him. <laughs> Got him back on the air. Yeah. He's back. Than an in color. It's good Nick to be in back. a different location. So, you know, we had a little we had a little hiatus for a minute and we were retooling. We were coming up with some good ideas. You know, the good idea fairy ran, ran rampant uh, with us. And, and we decided to come through, come strong and say, hey, listen, we're going to do something. Porn. Oh, sorry. You guys decided to add a third person. Me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was the thing that was like, hey, we're going to just. Throw caution to the wind and uh, just bring a new guy in, you know? Bring in a third person. That'd be great. It's wild. It's wild. It's it's uh, crazy stuff. We do have a a lot to go through. We're going to try to go through as quickly and as speedily as possible so that you can get the best bang for your scoreboard addicts buck. Wait, you're getting paid? We're getting bucks? (laughs) That was like a Zangief in Street Fighter. You think (laughs) I, of course he's the bad guy. You think he paid me all that money to be the good guy? You got paid? <laughs> uh, that guy played Latimer in the program. He did. Oh, shit. Wow. I didn't make that oh. connection until just then. I, uh, 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 it's, uh, it's actually the Marine Corps' birthday. So special birthday. Happy birthday to all the jarheads out there. It's not really their birthday because you – you can't get established and then disbanded for 15 years and then try to come back and use the same birthday. It doesn't work that way. But you know what? Why not? It's like when you go on a break with a girlfriend and then you get married and you're like, oh, when did you guys get together? You just always use the first date. No, you, you can't get married, then get divorced for 15 years. They get back together and then ask them, like, how long you guys been together? 20 years. Oh, uh, no, 15 years you were divorced. What are you talking about? No, yeah, it, it all counts. 
No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Get out of here. If get you get remarried, all the well, yeah, uh, all the random tale you got in between doesn't matter. November tenth, seventeen seventy five, in a gay bar in Philadelphia, the United States Marine Corps was founded. That Tun Tavern or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that was the name of the of the, the the guy that ran it. Listen, Pennsylvania's having a rough week. All right, they lose a World Series, they vote in a dead guy, and then they vote in the fucking monster from Goonies. They lost, and they lost uh, the NFL too, and they, they, they lost, they lost the championship. Uh, yeah, they lost the soccer championship too, didn't they? Yeah, and all that that's not a real sport. You know, it's real to me, damn it. It's real to me. <laughs> Listen, what did they lose in front of a crowd of 12? Those six guys were really pissed off. Those six fans are really mad about it. The other six thought they were going to a different event. Oh, yeah, bro. I heard they, they thought they were going to, like, Disney on Ice or some shit. They're pretty I have, our, I have our, 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 our special guest. She's, she's floating around behind me. Uh, she's, trying not to, she's trying not to get in the shop behind me. There she goes. There she, she is. is. <laughs> you know what happened to those, those six other guys? They were they had a choice between WNBA tickets or MLS tickets. They took that. Oh my god! I'd rather go to jail. <laughs> you ever see the? You ever see the viral clip that uh, the guy was giving out WNBA tickets for five dollars? And he's like, "What would you prefer?" And they're like, "The five dollars." <laughs> like it's, it's not a lot of money, but they're like, "I don't like just have five dollars." You realize the you realize the WNBA ticket is worth ten dollars, right? I'll take the legitimately. Give me the five hours. Like, legitimately, uh, what what would be your number to get paid to go sit through an entire WNBA game? It, it would have to be a few hundred bucks. I Make me leave know. my house and sit through that. Like, it'd have to be a like. I'd rather go sit through a night with Kathy Griffin. I think. I don't think. I don't think I would eat. Like, if I had to leave my house, like that doesn't even sound like an option. Sounds terrible. Like, I'm not leaving my house. That's, you have to pay me like $200 to watch an entire game from the comfort of my own home, let alone leave my house to go somewhere. You would have to give me some good money to stay home and watch a game and like mm-hmm. not and not change the channel or get up and leave. I'll do it for 200 bucks, sit around and just watch it. But to go to a game, you got to give Wait, me Wait, hold on. Are you watching it by yourself? Oh, yeah, it's even you worse. Could, you could check the phone. <laughs> that's like even worse. And you know what? Phone. Anybody sitting there right now listening to us – Thinking like, oh my god, these guys are so misogynistic. It's like, no, I, dude, I will watch college girls softball any day of the week. I'll watch women's curling. I'll watch almost any Olympic event with women in it. Softball. I watch women's soccer, dude. Like the, I the nah, women's soccer I, doesn't, do it, men's soccer doesn't do it for me. Soccer doesn't do it for me. No, yeah, I, I agree. Basketball is a terrible sport, but yeah, add in like no dunking and no defense and like little short arc shots. It's like they have uh, I'm good. I will say this, TJ, in your in our defense, if anyone wants to say anything about us being misogynistic, you name three WNBA teams, and then you can call us misogynistic because you can't do it either. You can't name five either. players in all of the WNBA, five current players. Yeah, that's it. Then and it that, can't be the one that got arrested and sent to Russia or arrested in going, Russia for being she's dumb. Been playing in Russia for like three years, it can't be. Yeah, she's current. not even in the WNBA. All right, let's move it along. No, no, this is this is good. Like I just bashing the WNBA right now. It's awesome. Like I, I <laughs> let's name things that are better than the WNBA. I think we have twelve hours. Getting kicked in the nuts. <laughs> no, I, I would. I wouldn't say getting. Dude, I, I listen. I watch the LPGA <laughs> tour all the time. I actually enjoy it. Um, yeah, I enjoy watching sports where like women are vastly better than me in the sport, and it's like okay, I'm impressed. Like I don't want to watch something that's like. Yeah, okay. I've seen better pickup games of basketball in the schoolyard near my house. 
And those are white kids. They're awful. <laughs> Nobody can dunk. <laughs> That's fine. Right. Let's move it on. Let's talk about your New York Jets. Talk a little New York football. Oh, yeah, baby. Jets Giants. Jets with a huge, huge win over the Bills. Massive. Massive six, win. Proved the six and three. Uh, and they're two what two and one in the division. Two and one in the division. And the Bills are 0-2. Bills are six and two. Uh, and Josh Allen, I don't think he is has been ruled if he's out yet or no. Like what happened with that UCL? He's probably out. He, he hasn't practiced all week. Oh, there you go. All right, we'll break it down, guys. Jets game. What'd you like? What you didn't like? Um, um there wasn't much I didn't like. So I, I mean, I think Zach Wilson started a little slow, a couple of bad passes, but then I think they turned it on. I think they did what they had to do to win. Um, the the loss to the friggin' Pats was a joke because he played the game that everybody on Twitter wanted to see him play, throw the ball all over the place. And, hey, guess what happened? They lost. I, I couldn't care less if the guy rolled out and threw five-yard passes and didn't throw for more than 78 yards and 12 completions, but they win the game because they run the ball nonstop and move the chains and dominate, you know, time of possession. And, and people on Twitter are like – how can you be a Jet fan and see everything we've seen, uh, I mean, in my lifetime, your lifetime, Nick, as a Jet fan, and then try to criticize and critique a win? Like, what? what is wrong it's, with you? It's because people like fantasy football more than they real, like real football. Yeah, it, it, it's got to be. Don't get me wrong. Is it exciting when a quarterback throws for 350 yards and four touchdowns, five touchdowns? Absolutely. Really exciting stuff. You know what else is exciting? Winning. It's better than anything. I couldn't care if they won two nothing with a safety. Well, that's to win. That's what everybody wanted, though, right? Like everybody wanted Zach to throw for three fifty and two touchdowns and lose. Like everybody yeah. said that. Like, oh well, we have to know what we have. I know he can throw yards. I know he can. I know he can throw the ball as over the mountains over there. I know it. But why do I care if we lose the game? Right. It's like it's like everybody wants him to be like Justin Fields and doing dynamic thing in losses. And by the way, I, I've seen a lot of love for Justin Fields. He still hasn't proven that he's a quarterback. Like last time I checked, quarterbacks throw the football. He right. does not. And everybody wants to sit there and make excuses about his his uh you know the rest of you know his 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 supporting cast being not good. But before the season started, everything I heard was that that Mooney was better than everybody on the Jets and that the Jets were trash and the Bears were going to be good and that the Bears suck, okay? And that includes Justin Fields. He's having a very Tim Tebow season, right? He's running the ball all over the place. He's not throwing for very many yards. He's definitely not the reason his team is winning because they're not winning. Right. So, I mean, I, I don't understand why everybody has this love. It's like the media wants this kid to be great, and I cannot wait for the Jets to play the, the Bears and expose him for the fraud that he is. Yes. He's going to get mollywop playing with the Jets. It's hilarious how Molly they'll Bob. they'll absolutely just run down Zach Wilson and try to find holes in his game, being a second-year quarterback and playing on a brand-new team, essentially, of rookies, and they're winning, and they want to try to pick apart every little detail that he doesn't do well. But they'll, they'll always just, you know, kowtow to friggin' fields and, and blow smoke up the guy's ass and – I, I don't get it. I really don't get it. I don't get the love. I don't get the uh, like amazement and the prestige they put on this guy. It's irritating. And I think the only thing more irritating right now in sports media is how many times are you going to ask the Jets or Zach Wilson about Elijah Moore? 
The guy decided yeah. not to be on the team essentially, and they're winning without him. I oh, you're gonna get Elijah Moore the ball. What, what's Elijah Moore's role gonna be? I hope his role is go get me water. I need a towel. You decided to take yourself off this team, dude. You decided to care more about what's going on in your you know realm of existence and your self centered universe instead of focusing on. Hey, I don't care how many times I get the ball. Do I want to get the ball? Absolutely. When I do get the ball, I want to, you know, make some explosive play. But as long as we keep winning, who gives a shit? Stop asking me questions about how many times I can get the ball. That's the right answer. That's 100% the right answer. And and I think Michael Carter said it the other day. Uh, and maybe he was taking a shot at, at Elijah Moore. I don't know. But he said something along the lines of, you know, uh, it, it. nobody cares what, you know, who's getting what or who's shining where. We're winning and that's all that matters. And and I thought I that agree. was eye opening when he said that. Like he said that, I was like, "Oh, was that a shot at Elijah Moore?" Because it kind of felt like it was a little bit, you know. Like right. the guys that he goes basically, like, the guys that are playing, nobody cares about whether or not we put up those points. Like, or, you know, who puts up the points as long as the points get put up? Yeah, right. The yes, Jets sir. are having a great season. They're doing things that nobody expected them to do. <laughs> In week nine, they're over the over under. What was it? Five and a half. Yeah, for five the and year was their their win over under. In yeah. what, what half the season, a little more than half the season, they went over. I mean, they they are beyond expectation at this point. And all you know, anybody wants to do is, to is focus back. on nonsense with Zach Wilson and fucking the Elijah Moore issue. It it, it, it sucks that the trade deadline is long past because I, I'd be fine with getting rid of him. Yeah, give us a first round pick, take him. Bye. Now I wouldn't even get rid of him. I, I wouldn't get rid of him because I don't like the precedent and stand it sends where it's like, oh, you're unhappy, just cry and be a pain in the ass, and you get what you want. Me personally, I, I honestly just kind of hope like either he becomes an asset to the team or they drive his career into the ground to the point where he can't make any money. But that's not beneficial not the to the team. If they drive purposely drive his career to the ground, it's not beneficial for the team at all, dude. You you when you when you stumble upon cancer, you cut it out and get rid of it right away. End of story. It, no, it and he's just team. it's beneficial to the guys that are playing. It shows the guys that are on the team could like conduct like you know who I'm really proud of right now? Denzel Mims. Yeah. Denzel Mims, he he did the same thing that Elijah Moore did. And then he was on the outs. They're like, they're like, you're gonna be here, and but we're gonna treat you like dog shit. Yeah, nobody nobody wanted him. They tried to move him in the offseason. Yeah, they tried to move him in the offseason, nobody wanted him. And now he's stuck on the team. And I think that might have been the wake-up call for him. Like, dude, you have no value other than right here, right now. So why don't you prove that you, there's value to your name? I because think right other now people wanted you. him. I, I think they weren't going to wow the Jets with, you know, what they thought they should get for him. You know, if he was a second-round pick, the Jets probably wanted a second-round pick back. And right. they were like, yeah, no, you're not getting a second-round pick because he hasn't played. Or right, but th- what message did that send you? That, that sends you the message of you're not living up to your potential, not even a little bit. Right. So that should be a wake up call and and good on him for you know being part of this team and doing what he needs to do when he gets in the game trying to make the best of it because that's all you really expected to do as a player. Yeah. Go out there and give 110% and, and try to try to help your team win. Try to help your team even a little thing. The the wild thing with with uh with Mims Mims didn't have a breakout game last week. He didn't. No. He he made the plays he needed to make and then on on top But of he was that, in the mix. On top of that, he made one big catch. And on that big catch, Elijah, uh, Elijah Moore, excuse me, Garrett Wilson was open. And uh, and Zach Wilson, you know, drives a ball into Denzel Mims' chest for a, a uh, for a first down. In tight coverage. 
And very and very tight coverage. He gets open. He's big bodied. You know, the big body guy usually wins that. Yeah, but he, I'm saying he put the ball where it needed to be. There was oh, one absolutely. spot that ball could have went for completion. And he put absolutely. it right on the and it was like it wasn't a five yard pass. It was about an 18, 20 yard pass. Um, but uh he gets it there, and Garrett Wilson is so excited that he caught that ball that they're both throwing down a first down little celebration. Yeah. And I was like, that's how you celebrate with your teammates. And, and yeah. you saw that earlier this season when the Jets were coming back against the uh, the Browns. You saw Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore looking very like like he didn't give a shit. And you saw Garrett Wilson looking super pumped up. Yeah. And that, and that's the difference. That's the difference. And and honestly, I do think that Elijah Moore can learn something from this. He could end up like, uh, like Mims redeeming himself and – and becoming a, a productive member of the team. I hope but, so. you know, he has to eat large, large, copious amounts of humble pie. Uh, the thing that I think is really kind of crazy with the NFL overall is that everybody keeps going crazy about Zach Wilson. And Zach Wilson, you know, oh, but he has to throw for 350 yards, blah, 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 blah. You know, I, casually, I look at the, the stats every week for uh, the NFL. And I'm looking at last week's stats right now as we're as we're chatting. And I, I think I have two more games to look at. But up to this point, only two quarterbacks have thrown over 300 yards last week, as of last week. Uh, and, and, again, I have two more games to check. And of those two quarterbacks, one lost. So, you know, some guys got close. They, you know, 280. Tom Brady threw for 280. Uh, but uh, just because you're throwing for 300 yards does not mean you're winning a football game. All right. It does not mean you're throwing – again, Zach threw for 350 and, and, what, two touchdowns a week ago? Lost the football yeah. game. Yeah. Lost oh, yeah, two interceptions? Game. Yeah. Three. Three interceptions. Dude, it's – I mean, look at the season that Tom Brady's having. Most of his points are coming off field goals. Mm-hmm. It, it's – He's not but, really throwing uh, touchdowns at all. Not at all. Like, well, very I mean, anemic. It's across the league, though. Everybody's down. The only guys that are throwing for 300 yards week in and week out – or like Patrick Mahomes and 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 Josh Allen, ironically enough, though he did not run, throw for 300 yards last week, uh, and he probably won't be throwing for any yards this week, but Patrick Mahomes threw for 300 yards last week. Aaron Rodgers threw for 300 yards in a loss to the Lions. And uh, and Tua, Tango Vailoa, threw for 302 yards last week in a, in a, p- a really pitiful game by his defense. Right. Like yeah. I honestly, that 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 game was awful, absolutely dreadful. I wanted to make a point about that, Justin Fields. Before you said that, what did he, what did he, did he throw at all? He threw for 123 yards, but he rushed for 178, and he had 15 carries, and that was the most of the Bears. He outcarried the running backs. <clears throat> it's like, yeah, I mean, listen, unbelievable. It's it's, it's it's Tim Tebow. Right. If yeah, you run a draw every play, listen, you put eight in the box and don't let him and don't let him get out. Yeah. Yeah. Put eight in the box. Don't let him get out. And that's it. I mean, mm-hmm. what, 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 I don't understand the, how the, what the Dolphins defense was doing. Put eight in the box. He's not going to throw it to anybody because he hasn't proven that he should be a, 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 a worrisome as a th- as a threat to throw. Yeah. And I guess in the long and short of it, for the Dolphins, at least, is that their cornerbacks and their safeties aren't that good. <laughs> I just one point about the Jets was that thing about the last two games, the Jets gave up 22 points and 17 points. And with the Patriots game, that's a very winnable game. Zach obviously didn't play that well, but the Jets defense is pretty legit. I think well, you guys have a very good defense. And I know it's, you know, you had six wins already. 
I mean, you're you're looking at a hopefully a playoff spot. You're hoping you get to at least 10, 11 wins. Uh, you have a little week schedule coming up, so I think that that's positive for the Jets. Think about it. You get into the postseason and you have a really hot defense. That's huge. Like you guys took Josh Allen and held him to seventeen points. I know he got hurt some part in that game, but he still he got, got hurt him. on the second or the third to last play. Yeah. Oh, is that when he got hurt? It was the third the game, to right? last play. So it so was there. Way, it was, he was, it was under two minutes in the fourth quarter, and he's trying to make a drive. He got called. Uh, he he had a nice pass. It got brought back for holding. Yeah, hold, yeah. And then on the very next play, he got yeah, he yeah. got hit before he threw the ball, fumbled it on the hit. Yeah. And then Another? I think they ran, they ran two more plays. One where he short armed it and it made it like ten feet out of his hand and like bounced into the receiver. And then the very next one, he threw like a sixty yard bomb that Sauce Gardner knocked down to end yeah, the game. In the game. Yeah. And then think about it, your team is very young too, so it's like. If they build on this, you have a very young core. Uh, you could be looking at, you know, 10 win seasons for the next couple of years. Be really well, good for the Jets. well, Sauce Gardner just won his third rookie of the week belt. Not that it means anything because that's voted on by the fans and Jets Twitter is undefeated. Um, but uh, the worst thing about, you know, this week for Jets fans is that neither Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner, or Jermaine Johnson can win rookie of the week this week because we're on a bye. Yeah, on right. a bye. And uh, speaking of buys, the, uh, the the Giants were on a buy last week. Let's talk some Giants football. Yeah, so New York Giants taking on the Houston Texans. Um, we lost Xavier McKinney because he went on a, a sightseeing tour, uh, ATV sightseeing tour, broke his hand, had had surgery done. So very strange. Um, he you would a- think these guys wouldn't do shit like this during the season, right? Yeah, like, I, I have no problem giving people passes for normal, everyday life. Like – People were pissed off at Java Chamberlain when he broke his ankle playing on a trampoline with his kids. But that's what you do when you're home. You play with your kids. Like, yeah. your home time is just as important as your career, if not more important than your career. And it, it, it it's totally it, – you get a pass if you're doing something normal. You know, like you accidentally close your hand in a door or something like that on your way to go to the supermarket or somewhere. You know what I mean? But, like, doing – like, and while it's not inherently dangerous, you know, an ATV tour, doing, like, typical touristy stuff – it's like you would think, like, ah, maybe we don't do this until the end of the season. Like, when was the last just, time you rode an ATV? T? Yeah. Um. So it's not that normal. Cool. Probably a couple years ago on a vacation in PA. So, so it's not that normal. Cool. It's yeah, it I is normal to do if you're in a place where that's what you do. Like, I mean, I, he, was when, like, when, he was in Cancun. That is not a thing that you do in Cancun. There no, people do do that though. That's like a just because people do it doesn't mean that's the thing to do. No, no, dude, like every every time I, I go let's race some ATVs right now. No, not even that, dude. Every time I go really on, on a crew, they were doing a sightseeing tour. How do you dude, every your hand not racing with an ATV? <laughs> Easy, no coordination. I don't know. Freaking doesn't He's an know how NFL to... football player, no coordination. Are we serious right now? Dude, there's plenty of <laughs> pro athletes that don't have coordination. We've seen I it. I don't feel like that's that that that's like hand eye coordination is kind of what is predicated on being an athlete. You don't need hand-eye coordination. Yeah. You need you need the full body coordination when you're riding an off-road vehicle like that. Fairly certain that he's one of those people that went to the combine and like, wow, his body control is fucking incredible. <laughs> well, I, I don't know, I, man. I I mean, not not to throw salt in old wounds, but yeah, you're, you're a pretty good athlete uh, in your day, and you fell off your motorcycle multiple times. <laughs> yeah, because of the, the conditions <laughs> I was riding in weren't good. Just saying, it happens. I, Are you, I you're that, you're a I'm fairly coordinated I've person. Falling off a four wheel item ever. I've seen you fall out of a car drunk. 
That's bullshit. <laughs> that is bullshit. <laughs> no, I might have fallen into a car drunk. That car kicked out of nowhere. No, I'm just saying, listen, I go on vacation, and if we're in one of those countries where, hey, you want to go sightseeing, you can either pay a shit ton of money and go on tours, or, hey, this dude's renting mopeds for 40 bucks for the day, and you go on your own little tour. I do it all the time, and I've fallen off of mopeds. Of drunk people in Nashville falling off scooters, okay? Just because it's normal doesn't make it right. Yeah, that's true. It's the way to, anyway. it's the way to live life. Anyway, back to the New York Giants. The uh, the injuries are starting to pile up. They've obviously had injured to Daniel Bellinger had a freak injury with his eye. You have uh, a couple guard, uh, I think guard and one of the uh, left. I think Evan Neal got hurt too. I don't know. I believe he's coming back, but uh, you know, it's it's the injuries are starting to pile up. And this Giants team, they have to be perfect. Uh, they don't have a, they don't have a lot of depth. So with them getting injuries, I mean, they lost that game in Seattle. They had Richie James give up two. Uh, two fumbles on two punts, which is like brutal, backbreaking. I think the game was tied. Uh, I think it was, yeah, you know, I think it might have been tied at that point, or they were down 20 to 13, where they at least had a chance to tie, and he fumbled the ball up, and then they ended up losing 27 to 13. Um, so it's it's one of those things. It's like, whatever. We're happy, though. Giants are 6 and 2, uh, head into their bye week. Uh, it sucks to lose Xavier McKinney. Hopefully, someone steps up. Uh, next man up to mentality, and they could overcome it as they have they, they have been kind of overcoming it uh offensive line it was like a patchwork offensive line against seattle and they played pretty well um but i mean you have the houston texans coming in and then you have the lions coming in both two games at home you have an opportunity to go eight and two uh you gotta win these like, games you gotta win these games like eight and two let's say eight and two but you never know it's still football you know things things happen and you gotta you gotta go out there you gotta play your opponent you can't play down to them you gotta make sure if you take your time make sure you execute don't make any mistakes. Um, like I said, Giants have very little margin for error when they are on and they're playing well. Um, you know that that's when they have a they're a good team. You know, I'm just How do you uh, feel about Daniel getting, Jones up at this point of the season. Getting distracted because all these comments just came in. But yeah, I saw that. sixty nine mega doc <laughs> futures here. Block user. So Daniel Jones, uh, interesting. I mean, I don't know if he's the guy yet. I think they still haven't even committed to him yet as being the guy. And you know, you're not letting him go in the off season. You guys are keeping him. They're gonna, I think they're gonna keep him. I don't know how much what they're gonna give him. Hopefully, it's not anything too crazy. But I think for him, he he's he's playing a lot better. Limited turnovers. Um, he's running the ball when he needs to. The Russian attack with the Giants is very good. It's it's Saquon Barkley. And it's uh, Daniel Jones, and they're they're both not around the ball. Daniel Jones knows when when to run it instead of you know launching a ball down or taking a, a bad sack uh, and fumbling it. Uh, fumbles is really Daniel Jones's big issue. I think he's limited that this year, um, as well as the turnover, so the interception. So, uh, I mean, I, it's uh, it's hard to say. I think they're going to bring him back. I definitely think that as well. But I just want to see what kind of contract they offer him at this point. I think it could just be Dable's offense. He maybe just suits he's better suited for it than the other offenses that he had to deal with. But you gotta think about it. He's had what four different offensive coordinators in four years or something like that. Well, yeah, he's so, he's running an offense that's very similar to what the Bills have with Josh Allen, yeah. who's also a very mobile quarterback. So Yeah, exactly. Um what your thoughts on, on Kadarius Tony being shipped out of town? I was happy about it because he was not by uh, yeah, he was – He I don't even know if he was really injured. I feel like he was faking it a little bit. Yeah, he's bullshit. I, I mean, he. I think I think he came back and played for Kansas City this weekend. I didn't watch that game, but 
think I said he was able to play in week nine. So it's just funny as as soon as you get traded, you're able to uh, to play immediately while they've been waiting for you to to play. And listen, he's he's dynamic. He does have like the skills there. I just don't think he has the mentality of being an NFL football player. He doesn't like, have a mentality to be a person. Yeah, like, like I just he's sitting like, there defending somebody, a millionaire, running people over, drunk driving because I too lazy yeah. to get an Uber. And he constantly like after he was traded, he was like. DM and Giants fans like basically tell him to go fuck themselves. Like you're he's he's immature. His NFL mentality is not there. I don't think he really cares about playing football. I think he just cares about being a rapper at this point. I think he looks um, like R Truth. <laughs> he actually does look like R Truth. <laughs> he looks like R Truth. He looks like R Truth had a baby with Smokey from the PJs. <laughs> wow. Uh so, I mean, I'm happy to see him go, but it was just funny because when you think about it, <laughs> I'm going to put that up. But uh, it's just funny, like, the Giants got rid of OBJ, who was, like, a guy who had all that talent. I know he got hurt, but he had all that talent, and he had, like, some off-field stuff, and they got rid of him, like, easily. But, like, so, OBJ didn't have off-field stuff. He had locker room stuff. Yeah, I mean, all field stuff because he is just like you know how he is. He's just very showy, and he that he did an interview with Little Wayne on Monday Night Football one time, and it was just it was just weird, I, I guess, with OBJ. But they were willing to get rid of him like easily. But could well, tell you also, bear in mind, times. bear in mind, that was a different regime. No, it was, but they still gave they. I, don't know, I just felt like I know it was a different regime, but like they could have kept OBJ as opposed to. This guy like Kadarius Tony, and they even no, OBJ a was of, a huge distraction for your team. Every week, it was talking about OBJ, not the Giants, and it's just it no, becomes a point it. where he's it's just talent, it's the self centeredness is horrible. It doesn't matter how good of a talent you are if you're just an asshole that does immature, dumb shit, and you try to have all the attention on you, whether it's positive or negative, because you're that type of narcissist. You, you're not a good teammate, and you don't belong on a team. But he, but he wasn't defending a drunk driver. No, yeah, no, like, no. I'm not saying he was. OBJ it's just, was it's just still no, levels of asshole. An asshole. But he still wasn't an asshole enough to like to the point. Kadarius Tony was being an asshole. You know what I mean? Kadarius Tony's like has like half the town. You know, OBJ. Do, do you want to know what the and difference quick between o- o- Odell Beckham Jr. and and Kadarius uh, uh, Tony. Tony is? Kadarius Tony hasn't caught a touchdown. Yeah, that's true too. Their talent levels pretty much it's right there. Their their talent. Is is one thing your your ability to actually like run and catch yeah. and turn? He can do it all. It's just that his brain doesn't allow him to do what he do needs it. to. Yeah, I agree. I, don't know, I think they're better off without him. I thought they were going to make a trade for a for a wide receiver. Uh, Joe uh, Joe Shone Joe Shone Joe Shane Shin. I don't know his name. Dude. The, the I was manager. Joe Shone Shone was saying about how. The value wasn't there. Like a lot of people wanted very high draft picks for some of these guys who weren't going to be around for lanolin, lanolin, like sheep's wool. (laughs) They wanted like you know for guys who were going to be rentals basically. And he was like, "It's not the value is not there for us to build a team in the future." So I I trust him. I think I think that's a good point. You know, you don't want to sell the future just to make a. You know, I get you get your six wins already, but you don't want to sell the future right now for this type of season. You don't know where it's going to go, especially with the injuries piling up. Um, so I'm okay with him not making a move with the wide receiver. For the first time in a long time, the Jets and Giants have competent head coaches, and they they understand that the GM and the and the head coach understand that you build teams through character. If your team has poor character, uh, 
you're not going to get very far. And, and it is, uh, you know, it's just one of those things where you got to kind of like pay attention to it. I'll be right back. Give me two seconds. What was that? <laughs> the noise? I don't know. <laughs> he like fell. fell off his chair. He must have fell off his chair. Jeez, Louis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, the, the Giants, I mean, hopefully if they can win these next two games, I know they're against weaker opponents, but you guys still got to win them. Deep, yeah. deep, deep. The Detroit defense is like one of the worst ever. Like they're just brutally bad. But they also sometimes they get lucky. They put it not lucky, but they got sometimes they can put up points. Yeah. So you got to be careful. You don't want to get into a shootout with a team like that and then end up losing on like a last, you know, whoever has the last football wins the game. Yeah. I mean, Texans, Texans have Davis Mills a pretty serviceable quarterback, but the problem is their receivers kind of suck. So I think Brendan Cooks like doesn't even want to play there anymore because he wanted a trade and he didn't get it. So. I don't know. We'll see. I think it's with two winnable games. The Giants go out, come eight and two. I think it just increases their odds of getting to the playoffs. I mean, they're not going to win the East at this point with the, with the Eagles being eight and zero. Oh. Uh, but yeah, you know, I'll take a wild card. Getting the playoffs, anything can happen. It'll be fun. So you never know with the walk- Eagles, man. It, it, uh, they just got the Fetterman jinx. Did you see that clip? Yes, Nobody's better than the Eagles except the Eagles, and everybody's like, "What?" And then he then he started yelling, "Hey, you guys from a pirate ship!" and just slug off. I don't know what happened there, but it's very, very strange. From electric factory. Oh my god! Uh, or electric company, rather. Um, the last thing I'll say about this week's. Uh... <laughs> the fuck! What do you have? The last to thing say? I'll say about this week uh, in the NFL is, and TJ, you were there. I called it. I called it. We got into an argument. TJ's cousin and I got into an argument. And I and people don't ask me why I have this ability. It's a weird, 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 weird ability. But I kind of have a feeling when somebody's going to get hurt playing professional sports. And and I, I generally call it weeks in advance. And uh, I called in what August? Did we playing we were playing that round in August? Something like that, yeah. September, maybe. Uh, our uh, TJ's cousin Brian, the big Bills fan. And he was talking about how the Bills are going to go undefeated. And I said, no, they're going to have – they're going to go 16-1. and You guys are going to lose a game to the Jets. And he's like, how is that even possible? You guys suck. And I was like, because Josh Allen's going to get injured. And he's going to miss time because of it. And the Jets took one away from the Bills, and Josh Allen got injured. And I was like – I I said it actually – I said it again. I'm in like a group chat with a bunch of Jets fans. I said it at like 1.30 after like maybe 10 minutes into the game after watching what the pass rush looked like to start the game. And I was like, I have a feeling we're going to hurt this guy today. His his offensive line wasn't doing anything to help him. And the Jets are rushing four guys. They're not blitzing anybody. And they are lighting him up. And TJ's drinking a Guinness, and I'm jealous. But, you know. Yeah, me too. Hey, TJ, pour me a beer. Pass me a beer up here. I still got a whole cooler full from when you guys were here. Pass one to Rook. Here, pass one to me. Over here. (laughs) Nice. Magic. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, actually in in the preseason, my my captain actually asked me, he's like, do you see anything crazy for for the Eagles? And I was like, honestly, I don't see anything bad happening. I said, one of your stars is going to get hurt, but it's going to be a stupid injury and it's going to cause them to miss time. 
but not nothing that's really going to like adversely affect your season. And I shit you not, later that day, A.J. Brown got stung by a bee and missed practice. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing in the world. He asked me at like 6 a.m. And then later that day, I'm like, my phone goes off and I go, sir, look, A.J. Brown stung by a bee, missing practice today. That was funny. Some guy on TikTok predicted that uh, the Eagles were going to go like undefeated early, early, and then like stumble towards the back end of the season, and then get eliminated, get a first round bye, and then get eliminated like the first time, their first playoff game. Uh, so somebody see if he's correct, but somebody on on fucking Twitter did a coin flip for the Jets games. And oh yeah, so that too to this point. So that's insane to be nine and zero prediction. It is creepy. So everyone bet on the Pats. I mean, sorry, the Jets to win. I think the Jets are supposed to beat the Pats in the next week on the accordance to the, the coin flip. So, yeah, no, the, no, the Jets trust the coin week. in accordance with the coin flip. The Jets lose next week. Is, is it say the Jets or the Jets win? It's Jets lose. Oh, against the Pats. Yeah, I thought it said Jets win. Damn, no, that'd be bad. Win. That'd be bad. <clears throat> Two games to the Pats would be bad. Yeah, but they, they end up finishing the season like 10 and 7 or something. I think like he that. put 11 and 6. 11 and 6 and go to the AFC Championship games. I'll take that. I I, don't, I want to win that AFC Championship game, but I mean, if this, by the way, if this guy goes and does it like perfect up until that point, I'm going to freak the fuck out. It's just crazy. Yeah. Oh, um, the unlikelihood of that happening, it's so insane. The odds of them predicting it right from a coin. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> That coin is a better picker. The, the than odds that. are not even 50 50. They're like 17 times that or 20 times that. Not yeah. for nothing, Vegas is going to be buying that coin. <laughs> yeah. Have you noticed that people were like, why did you write that on the back side of the page? Yeah, so it was like, weird. and he goes, and he goes, this is the other side of the page. I messed up when I first started it off. That's why I had to flip the page over. (laughs) And then they go, do you still have the coin? He's like, this is the coin. If I was that guy, I'd be buying $30 scratch-offs and using that coin on him. Yeah, seriously. Come on, $10 million. Before we move on, though, I wanted to talk about, because me and TJ do the picks with Matt. We tweet him on every Sunday. We have our gambling picks. So far, I think, uh, do you have the numbers in front of you, TJ? Yes, sir. Um, we just know Matt is really bad. Matt is 13 and 13, 30 and two. Yep. Two uh, Rook is 26, 17 and two. 60%. Went four, four, oh, and one last week. And I am 24, 19 and two. It's close. Me and TJ still have, we're going up until, what is that week? I think that's week. Christmas weekend is what? Week. Week. 14? 14 or 15. So we still have like six more weeks till this is over. This contest it's getting tight. Winner gets a hundred dollar bottle, uh, paid for by the two losers. The loser Matt has to eat, <laughs> and then well, actually Matt went zero and five, which is really hard to do. So he's eating a chip for the own five, and then he's getting an ice bath because he's gonna lose. Uh, <laughs> he's thirteen and thirty. I just I just don't think even with how many we have six weeks left, he needs he would have to go. Well, he's what thirteen? That's he needs seventeen wins <laughs> just to get even. Yeah, to break even, and we'd have to go over for six weeks straight. We'd have to go over for a long, real long time. So the uh, his opportunity's gone. So he's supposed to like, take an ice bath and eat a chip. He might as well eat the chip and then jump in the ice bath. And, like I was his brain, that. his brain would like counteract the heat, the cold. 
little fire and ice, little fire and ice. Absolutely. Challenge. Listen, ice an ice bath is really good for you. You guys, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, 100%. it is. It's not, it's not the worst thing in the world. It's just it's just gonna be fucking cold. I've been thinking about doing the polar plunge for a few years now. I used to do it with my dad. My dad loved doing it. We did used to do it in Coney Island every New Year's Day. It was fucking cold, but it was Listen, it's not the cold water that's going to get you in Coney Island. It's everything else in that water. <laughs> I the water's guess fine. Got, There's nothing wrong with that water. You got to yeah, okay. soak yourself with the, the, the water. Well, you're, I mean, out. you're right. Once you get past the beach and hop all the syringes and homeless people Please, on it. Same freaking water that goes down to the Jersey Shore that you guys love so much. I don't go to the Jersey Shore. What do I look like? That's true. But you got to soak yourselves in the... The water get purified of the water of Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's, shit. That's, the real, that's the real polar plunge. <laughs> anyway, stick with us if you want to see some pics. Um, follow us on Twitter at Score Addicts Pod, and we will be showing you some pics. Uh, me and T, follow me and TJ. Just fade Matt. Usually, that's no. Listen, you're, uh, you're Matt is a. Matt is a great follow on there. Uh, he loves yeah. loves discussing politics on Twitter uh, <laughs> at Rastlin Addicts. Um, just just hit him with your red wave and blue wave stuff, and and just you know anything that you are passionate about, he is against vehemently against. So just hit him up on Twitter. Let him know. Wait, you got also got to if you had faded Matt, you you would be up so much money. You'd yeah. be thirty thirteen and two. <laughs> I saw that. I saw what happened. You got to see her shirt when she comes back. There's somebody haunting the back of the room. Yeah, it's Smurfette. <laughs> Nick, you have one more point before we take a break? Yeah, I did. Uh, today, or actually not today. I think it was maybe yesterday, the day before. The anniversary of the, the Montreal Screwjob. Oh. And uh, anybody that knows wrestling knows that's a pretty prominent f- moment in, ra- in wrestling history. Yeah. And check out Wrestling uh, Addicts at Wrestling Addicts. Yeah, I'm sure they talked about it this week. Um, I didn't get a chance to head over there. Uh, but uh, it's been 25 years, and uh, Brett still screwed Brett. <laughs> just want to point that out. When you're to be a company you guy, you just do it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk a little quick story. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Fellas, the fantasy football draft season is right around the corner. CD Lamb is good, but have you seen these beautiful balls? It's time to get your snake looking right for this snake draft with sponsors of today's show, Manscaped. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming have created a championship lineup with the Performance Package 4.0. Join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for kickoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. Tom Brady didn't come out of retirement for you to have hairy balls. 
So slide it at the quarterback and get 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at manscaped.com. It's time to put the PP back in a PPR league. <laughs> Speaking about putting peepees back in, oh, <laughs> we won't drop go there. these peepees into these. I don't know. I don't know. Drop the beepies into the beepies. I wish you wouldn't. <laughs> if you're going to do that, at least start an OnlyFans. Get paid for it. <laughs> all right, wife would pay him and take it down. Well, <laughs> let's discuss it. We've all watched it over the weekend. Clerks. Three, we laughed, we cried, we laughed again, we hurled some more. Yeah, uh, Clerks three was awesome, man. It's a really good movie. I actually I, didn't expect it to be that good as I thought. As, as at was. the end of it, in my mind, I said that was Kevin Smith's Empire. Like that was his Empire Strikes Back. That's how you make a movie better than the original, and it doesn't come around wow. much. Wow. It, yeah, hundred percent. That was his Empire Strikes Back. Works. It was really good. I think it was definitely better than two. I didn't really. I wasn't a big fan of Clerks too. I'll be honest with you. Clerks two felt like it was kind of all over the place and didn't have like a direction almost. Yeah, it kind of was slapped together. And while it was good, it wasn't. It wasn't as like I. I wouldn't say to somebody if they asked me like, "Oh, you ever see Clerks two? What about like, yeah, you can watch it, whatever. If you got some spare time, somebody asked me about Clerks three. It's like, no, dude, watch Clerks three. You got to see Clerks three. I'm telling yeah. you, you have to see Clerks two to 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 appreciate Clerks three. That's yeah, right. obviously. Well, yeah, you do, but I feel like Clerks three was definitely superior of Clerks two. Uh, I don't know. I still like the original Clerks. How do you hate the like? It's kind of like Star Wars: The Next Generation. I hate it, but yeah, Star Trek. No, yeah, my bad. It's like Star Trek: The Next Generation, which in many ways is superior, but will never be as recognized as the original. <laughs> Kind of like a new pair of underwear. It's constrictive at first. Then it becomes a part of you. <laughs> but you know freaks me out? Elias. Like, I was thinking that. I was like, he was so creepy. He's like, so creepy. Even, even, else? even Clerks too, he was weird. Like the whole the actor too, just very weird. He's he so weird. I love that he went from being the Christian to the satanic worshiper in like Satan saved Dante, man. Yeah, Satan, oh no, Satan, Satan saved Randall. Saved Randall. Dude, I, I mean that just the opening scene. I wanted so bad to be playing friggin' hockey on a roof. Dude, <laughs> this old school. Of, like, I'm not gonna lie, that hockey on the roof ruined it for me. Why? Because why? in the first movie, they don't show you the actual layout of the roof. Mm-hmm. So in my head, it's the size of a hockey rink. In this movie, it's like ten feet in between two two nets. Yeah, it's yeah. like really small. Like it's like because there's all like air conditioning ducts up there and and whatnot and I'm like I thought that was way bigger. That totally ruined that like title of your sex tape. Like it felt like they yeah. probably should have been like on their knees like yeah, and like floor hockey. Title like, of sex tape. Listen, I will I will say this. I mean, if you haven't gone on a hockey trip with your team, if you've Played hockey and never been on a hockey trip with your team and decided at like two o'clock in the morning to just play knee hockey in the hallways and piss everybody on your floor off. You haven't lived. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what it felt like they should have been playing, not like 
Nah, there shouldn't be as many guys like smuggled in there, but obviously that was more for just getting their friends in and cameos and stuff like that. Yeah, because they had all the guys from um, the comic, comic book store, book. comic book men. Yeah, yeah, um, that was the comic book men guys up there. Yeah, so yeah. That, that, I mean, you wouldn't normally, I would say, like a three on three up there would be fine, but uh, yeah, there were so many guys up there. It was like, this is not good. No, nah, uh, I, I would have hit check somebody off of it. Who was your favorite cameo? Because it's that one scene when they're doing the auditions and they're just like, Ben Affleck. A huge ton of like, yeah, I was gonna say Ben Affleck too. Ben Affleck. I actually liked Freddie's uh, Freddie Prince Jr. was actually kind of funny too. He's like, is this a porno? Yeah, <laughs> that was good. I'm trying to I'm trying to wonder, was that like a reference to Zach and Mary? Mm-hmm. Probably. I think so. It must have been. I mean, Sarah Michelle Geller was in it too. Yep. Yeah, Sarah Michelle Geller, Buffy was in there. Yeah, not the original Buffy, of course. We all know that belongs to the love of my life, but uh Christy Boner. Christy Boner. Wow. Uh but yeah, Your wife in the good. house, Rook? Jesus. <laughs> She's not. But I was waiting knows. for like a fucking pan or like a fucking shoe or something to just come over the top of you. She's not. She's out of the house. But she knows Christy Swanson <laughs> was my first love. My first Jesus. love is Christy Swanson. The so young, the young cameos, watching Buffy. The cameos for the adi- auditioners. Brian Quinn from Impractical Jokers. Yeah, all the, they're all in it. Sarah, Sarah Michelle Geller, Fred Armisen. Melissa Benoist from uh, Supergirl, Danny Trejo, oh, yeah, James Murray cool. from Impractical Jokers. Jokers, your twin, Sal Volcano from Impractical Jokers, my twin, Donnell <laughs> Rawlings, Chris Wood, Joe Gatto from Impractical right. Jokers, DJ's twin. Ben Affleck, Ralph Garman, I don't know who that is, Ethan Suplay. Which is obviously Frankie. Uh, uh, what's oh, yeah, name? yeah. Stacchino. Stacchino from Wonder's yeah, World. From and he, he also yeah. has multiple cameos in Kevin Smith movies. He plays Willem in Mallrats. Uh, yeah. yeah. He, I still can't does. see the fucking boat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Why can't I see this fucking boat? I love Mallrats. That's a good uh, movie, too. Mallrats is awesome. Scott Mosier, who's obviously in the original Clerks. Yeah, uh, as the producer, and he's produced all of the View Askew, uh, Ask Universe uh, movies. Freddie Prince Jr., Anthony Michael Hall. How well, that was random. random. Really? It really, really was. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anybody. No, that's, I mean, the other, there's two more guys that were auditioners, or three more guys that were auditioners, but I have no idea who they are. Um, but I think my favorite was definitely Ben Affleck. Yeah, it was funny. He Does he do the face. lion face, ha, lemon face? Mm. Yes. <laughs> that was funny. That was from uh, that's from Dogma, no? No, it's from no, Jane Zalman's Back when he's playing forgot, Ben Affleck. Uh, yeah, yeah, I forgot Dogman, the Ben Affleck that yeah. kills hookers and leaves them in his in his uh, in his trailer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. Ben Affleck. Goodwill Hunting too. Hunting day. <laughs> hunting <laughs> season, boss, bitch. Hunting season, yeah. But the worst uh, part of that is they got the fucking guy back for the douchebag in the bar. Yes. yes. <laughs> and he looks exactly the same. Yeah, he looks exactly the same. That was definitely a wig, though. That was definitely a wig. Hundred percent had to be. Yeah. But with with great with uh with uh Clerks Three, one of the best things that I I took away from that was they got a lot of the actors from the original Clerks to make yeah. small little cameos in the in the Clerks Three, and it's been what thirty years. And like like, like Marilyn Gigliotti, who who played uh, Veronica. She comes back and 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 has a role as Veronica in this movie, but except it's Veronica thirty years later. Yeah, I don't think she's doing much though. 
she's a and she's a dentist or something like that. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. Um uh they also brought a lot of the people that played extras in the original like yeah like the people that were waiting to go like to bring back a uh 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 audio like a videotape and she's like oh i'm waiting on the guy and then she came back to play the exact same role that she played 30 yeah. years ago and yeah, there was a lot of cool a lot of cool bookend things uh yeah. between clark's, if, if, and clark's one if you've ever seen um any of kevin smith's q a's He's basically been writing this movie for for thirty years since he wrote Clerks. You know, little things like like Jason Mewes doesn't want to dance in front of the camera because he doesn't want people making fun of him for dancing, and he, he'll only dance when everybody leaves. That's real. That actually happened on like the like on the real set and when they filmed Clerks one. Um, yeah, the other real thing was the uh, the shutters. They closed the shutters because in Clerks one, they filmed only at night because that was the only time they could. That was when the store was closed. They actually filmed at the store. Yeah. So then you see Randall's like, like, oh, what's this going on? It says, yes, we're opening giant letters. And it's like, well, we have to explain why we're only filming at night. So we're going to show that the shutters are closed because they sometimes they put gum in the locks or whatever. Yeah. And that's like exactly straight from how why they did that in the movie uh, from the clerks one. So it was really cool. It was a lot of like uh, cool like callbacks, uh, callbacks if you didn't even – callbacks at the clerks one or two, but – also callbacks to Kevin Smith's, like, you know, as you said uh, before, we off off air, off the podcast, you said a lot of the Q&As you listen to, a lot of those stories that he tells is in this movie, which yeah. you've been telling for the last, like, 20, 30 years. So. And, and the, 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 one of the best parts of the whole movie is when they start figuring out who's going to be the camera guy or the cinematographer. <laughs> and they get, they get Silent Bob in there, and obviously Silent Bob is played by Kevin Smith. And they're like, this guy doesn't even fucking talk. What the fuck would he know about being a, a cinematographer? He's like, well, first of all, buddy, this place got too many ugly colors in it. So I'm going black and white. I'm going black and white to tone it down. But it also shows how boring the life of a clerk behind the desk is. When in actuality, the film was filmed in black and white because he couldn't afford color. Yeah, he couldn't afford the color. color but color they also said it was expensive. also like um, to make it seem like you were watching them through the security camera. Yeah. Which is like if you think about it that way, that makes more sense than the uh than the other parts of it. But yeah, I mean it was it was a great movie. I don't wanna I don't wanna give any spoilers out, I'm trying to do a spoiler free here um, you know, review, but definitely check it out if you got if you've liked the first movie, if you've liked any of the Kevin Smith stuff that he's done that's that's in that view esque universe, go back and go watch Clerks yeah. Three. It was it was freaking incredible. It did such a like it, just thank you, Kevin Smith, because that was like an awesome cap. Like if he never makes another movie again, which I hope isn't true, but if he yeah. never makes another movie again, damn if that wasn't the fucking end of the symphony. Like, yeah, it was. That was, I mean, perfect ending to the like. I know they're a part of that other like New Jersey saga and everything, but like just the Clerks movies, like this is a perfect bookend to that story. Um and Elias is just fucking weird. He creeped me out the entire movie with the makeup. You reminded me of you, actually. No, he did not remind me of me. Um, but I want to ask you guys before we move on, favorite Kevin Smith movie? It's a lot to pick from. Only the stuff he wrote and directed or everything? Everything. Good Will Hunting. Oh, what he, what he was that? He's he the executive was, producer on Good Will Hunting. All right, well, all right, all right, let's go with the directed one then, because that's just like our directed, uh, probably Chasing Amy. You're a big Chasing Amy fan, huh? I'm a big Chasing Amy, either Chasing Amy or Dogma, one of the two. Dogma, Dogma is really good. I ever saw. 
I like Dogma a lot. Dogma or Mall Rats. I've always loved Mall Rats. I know Clerks is like classic, but I've always loved Mall Rats. I always thought Mall Rats was funnier. I dude, I thought the most mainstream of his movies that should have went mainstream, but because of the title, it didn't. Zach and Miri make a porno was just I mean, perfect for the time. And he even said like he went like he kind of went apatoish with like how he did it, but it was so good and it just didn't get any love in the theaters because of the fucking title. And it's yeah. like, uh, how prudish can you be? Yeah, that's like, gonna... what the fuck are you, Tipper Gore sitting there like, ah, oh, there should be a stamp on the rap CDs. Foul language, like fucking suck yeah. it up. It was you know, movie. You know what's crazy is uh, Mallrats. Actually, uh, Mallrats, the problem with Mallrats was that it was too corporate. The, the original intent for Mallrats wasn't to be it, it, like what it was with Jason Lee and Ben Affleck and and uh, Jeremy London. It, it wasn't. It, they wanted guys like Matthew Perry and and uh, they wanted famous people in the movie. They did, and he was just like, "Oh, no, I wrote this part for my friend," and and he he does a Q and A where he's like, "The studio exec, no joke, looked at me and said, Kevin, it's not about making movies with your friends. Like we have to put famous people in this movie for it to sell." And uh, I think that had too much. He's like, we had a scene in it where Silent Bob is sitting there. Like one of the running gags in Mallrats is is that Silent Bob keeps busting in on on Gwen while she's changing. Yeah, you see a little Joey Lauren Adams nipple. Yeah, uh, when she's putting on her jacket, he goes, "There was a scene in the movie originally." He's like, "And I'm not saying that these guys stole my idea. I'm saying like great minds think alike." He goes, "There's a scene where Gwen is changing, and he's like, this was like my homage to Porky's." And and Silent Bob is looking through a hole in the wind in the in the wall, watching her get naked, and he starts jerking off. And then he's supposed to blow his load, and then it goes like over the wall. And then in the next scene, we just see Gwen come out, and her hair's all funky, presumably because he blew a load in her hair. Yeah, and he goes, and they were like, <laughs> "Come, they're like, come in the hair jokes are not going to sell, uh, Mister Smith." That's not going to sell. People aren't going to laugh at that. He goes, and then two years later, they made Chasing Amy. Uh, they made uh, yeah, There's Something About Mary, yeah. and the rest is history. He's like, and I'm not saying they stole my idea. I'm just saying, like, great minds think alike. Yeah, that's that's true. So much for coming the hair not being funny. Yeah, right. That was the basis of the whole friggin' movie. That and Brett Favre. Favre. Have you seen my bait, Mom? <laughs> oh. All right, well, any, any other points to make before we move on to uh, clerks three yeah i think everybody just everybody that was involved with that movie did an outstanding job everybody yeah. from rosario yeah. dawson to brian o'halloran to jeff anderson jay silent bob all the cameos from everybody that decided to show up and be a part of it everybody just did an outstanding job just again just putting a, a an exclamation point on the end of of that group of people that those clerks and that story. Yeah. And then going up to see, we hopefully we don't see Lias ever again. <laughs> Your best friend, man. We talking about not a fan of Elias. So creepy. I'm going to get you a cameo from that dude. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> yes. We're totally going to get you a cameo from Elias. Elias. In, in character too. In character. Gotta be. All right. Uh, we'll take one more commercial break and we'll come back with our new segment. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Support for today's episode comes from True Classic. This brand new sponsor has the absolute best fitting t-shirts a man can buy. Finding the right t-shirt with a little bit of a dad bod is incredibly frustrating. Most t-shirts are either too tight on your gut or look way too big and boxy. You're not in high school anymore and it's time to upgrade. True Classic has already helped over 2 million men finally get a better fit at an affordable price. Our listeners get access to the best deal they offer. For a limited time only, get 20% off with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at trueclassic.com. Almost all men's t-shirts are designed to look good on skinny models with six-packs, but most of us aren't packing anything but a few beers. Fellas, you are wearing the wrong clothes. True Classic tees taper off towards the bottom, but they fit tighter around the chest and shoulders. It's time to highlight your best attributes with a t-shirt you can always confidently throw on. True Classic doesn't just stop at tees. They are your one-stop shop for men's essentials. Super easy and simple to fill out your wardrobe. From polos and workout shirts with the same flattering fit to boxer briefs designed with a pouch to keep your bulge nice and comfortable. All their gear is top-notch quality at reasonable prices. It's about time you learn how to dress yourself properly. Upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic and get 25% off at trueclassic.com with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Free shipping included on purchases over $100 and 100% risk-free guarantee with a 30-day return policy. Stay classy with True Classic. Your dad bod will thank you. And we're back. 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 So I couldn't think of a name for this segment, so I figured I'd call it Crossfire. <laughs> no, Pretty sure that's already a show. It was a show, but I uh, – Isn't that like a news show? I think it was. Yeah, it's it with Chris Matthews. It's on like CNN or Fox News or something. Uh, no, no, it's not. That's not – I don't think – it's not called – I think it's called Hardball, Chris Matthews. Oh. Uh, no, Crossfire used to be when – what's his name? Uh, Tucker Carlson and uh, Jim uh, – Carvel, these be them. Uh, but I use it only because Crossfire is the game. I mean, the, the old '90s game, Crossfire, the commercial. We're gonna uh, work on the name. Yeah, we're gonna work on the name. But we'll do Crossfire's rapid fire, rapid fire questions. Um, try to run through this quickly to end the show, and then we'll we'll that'll be it. The show will be over. All right. So, would you rather fight a bear-sized duck or fifty duck-sized bears? We'll start with you, Nick. I'm going with a bear-sized duck. A bear. Listen, why? A couple of things. We're talking about sizes, right? We're talking about a ten, basically a ten-foot-tall duck. Yeah, still is not a threat to me. It's got no teeth, no talons, no claws. Like, what's it gonna do? Fall on top of it? Me? Weighs close to a ton. A fucking duck. I deserve to it, die. It flies too, though. It's like to do what to me though? What is it gonna do to me as it flies? It could like peck it, you know. Could pick you so, up and drop you from height. Listen, like a little bite. Fifty bit duck-sized bears. A duck is like three feet tall. I could still kick it. I could punt it. Yeah. Can you kick fifty of them? 
I've seen scarab beetles eat a hundred, eat a guy all at once. All right, they're fucking this big. Okay, like that was the mummy. Yeah, and it was scary. That was not real. All right, listen. I'm sorry. Bear-sized ducks aren't real either. They'll still fuck you up. Scarabs aren't though. It's a movie. It's fiction. Oh, scarabs are absolutely real. Okay, I don't know if you know this. (laughs) Scarabs are a real thing, my friend. Trust me. I've lived in the desert. Scarabs are real. All right. Well, they don't att- attack you the way that they showed in the movie, but scarabs are 100 percent real. Again, why are you scared of the fifty size bears? Can still bite and claw the shit out of you, bro. Oh, that's why you're afraid they're going to bite you. It's not going to hurt as much though. Little nibbles. Yeah, little nibbles. Yeah, okay. If you say so, my friend. Break a couple necks, just stomping on them. I maintain that. Listen, let's just be real, okay? A fucking duck, a, a bear sized duck, is basically a tall fucking ostrich, and I'm not scared of ostriches either. How are you killing it, though? I'm not yeah. worried about that. It says fight. It doesn't say I have to win. To fight to the death. Who, who said that? It just says, would you rather fight? It doesn't say fight to the death. All fights this are fights to the death, Peter all right? If you're not trying to kill your opponent, you're not trying. Listen, if Peter Griffin can fight a giant chicken and survive for all these years, I think I can fight a fucking giant duck, okay? A uh, chicken at least has claws. Matt said great game. <laughs> the crossfire. Crossfire was a good game. I'm telling you. Anyway, all right, TJ, who are you? What are you? What are you picking? Uh, fifty bears, fifty duck sized bears. I'm the fifty duck sized bears. Uh, I'm just kicking and stomping and stomping, kicking. Both of you couldn't fight fifty ducks, let alone duck sized bears. Listen, I, I don't I, have to worry I, about I, getting crushed to death by a freaking sixteen hundred pound duck. You're right. You just got to worry about getting clawed to death by fifty fucking bears. Okay, but they're the size duck. of a duck. The chances of them getting up to my jugular or vital organs is slim they're to none. Over each other, I've seen it happen. Oh, please. I'll I've seen these bears help each other climb trees. Right Punt a couple ducks. I don't give a fuck. Shit. <laughs> All right. Well, next question. Um, this is for you, TJ. I think, well, this is for everyone, but if this is from, uh, I saw it on Instagram from Zyre Golf. So hat tip and shout out to them. Uh, they're a pretty good Instagram account. Uh, they have a lot of funny golf memes and stuff. But if I paid you $50,000 a year to play golf, but you do not get the ability to earn any other income. You have to just stay at $50,000, but you get to play golf all the time. Would you do it? No, I have bills to pay. <laughs> Make way more than that. Like, come on, like 50 grand is not enough. If you told me that I'm going to make 20% less than I make a year, maybe just for the, <laughs> the fun of it. But 50 grand. no, no, absolutely not. It's like, I, I, I'd rather pay my 60 bucks on the weekend to play golf and that's it. And, you know, be able to afford, cause I, you know, if you don't live in uh, the New York city area, $50,000 is not a lot of money. It's not even close to a lot of money. Yeah. If I had to like live in like, uh, like South Carolina, 50,000, I'd probably do it, but I'm not yeah, sure in New York and New Jersey. Dude, if, it, if it's conducive to the cost of living, it, it's fine, but it's, it's not 50 grand <laughs> is not enough money. No, certainly not. Nick, what are you what about you? What are you laughing at over there? I'm laughing because I told Meredith to have a seat next to me and she's nervous and she goes, I'm nervous. And she stands over there and she's starting to stretch. <laughs> Tell the one Meredith, if you're uh, nervous, what I like to do is picture Rook naked. It's the easiest way to do. It. And it is. also the six viewers don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, Rook has three nipples. I don't, but it's he fun does. to imagine that, dude. <laughs> that, was a, that was a golf question, so shout out to our golf sponsor. Go to Piper.Golf, promo code SCORE10 for 10% off your entire purchase. And we also head out to PinsAndAces.com, 
promo code score pod for 50% off of there. Uh, not, no, my God, 50%. Wow, no, 50% no. off. I got to go. <laughs> 10, 10% off. I don't know why I said 50. 10% off pins and aces, just promo code score pod. They just came out with brand new hoodies and stuff too. So um, they had some good stuff on there for uh, for purchase, um, like gear and stuff, golf gear. And then Piper, now they're not, they're not just golf balls. They have, uh, you know, bucket hats, hats. Uh, you have that piped it uh, hat. Uh, yeah, I have the they don't make any more. Listen, hey, hey, I mean, I don't think I got to tell you, but if you're on here and you got some people to buy gifts for, there is nothing better if you have a golf person in your life, somebody that likes to play, somebody that's a fan of golf. You cannot go wrong with getting an awesome polo from Pins and Aces or setting them up with like three or four dozen golf balls, which will not kill your your uh, wallet. And you will set a golf uh, player up for next season if you, you float them like three dozen golf balls from Piper. I mean, that if Carissa gets me five dozen golf balls every year for Christmas, and it's like awesome. And sadly, I'm not good enough to say they last me a full golf season. They don't. <laughs> Maybe like three quarters, 66%, something like that. I'm in that range because I lose a lot of golf balls in the woods, and I'm too lazy to go look for them. He also but, loses uh, a lot of golf clubs in the woods. He's just trying to throw them back to you know their family because they're you know he heard they were wood. So <laughs> listen, if I paid for it, I could throw it. That's how yeah. I feel. Um, we have our groupie here. She has her scoreboard addicts hoodie on. It's not a groupie. <laughs> She's a roadie. She's a roadie. Sorry. She carries my laptop and my microphone and all that. All right. So before this season, the Raiders have blown 17 point leads five times since the 60s. This year, they've blown three 17 point leads alone. So more than half the times. Uh, prior to the season it's insane um they're so bad josh mcdaniel someone tweeted out because they have a new twitter blue someone made them their account adam Schefter or not uh and they put a blue check mark next to it and they tweeted out that josh mcdaniels was fired as a raiders las vegas raiders head coach and i know it's a fake account but i would not have been surprised no, no, Josh no. was fired in his first season, no, nine weeks into the season because they are fucking horrible. Yep. They have two wins. Devontae Adams had just signed that. Derek Carr regressed horribly. I mean, he was good last year. I don't know what the hell happened to him now. He's terrible. I mean, you can't. how do you vote three 17-point leads? And they're up against the Jaguars, against Trevor Lawrence, who is god-awful, 17-0, and they lose that game, and they lose it 27-20. to Imagine being outscored twenty-seven to three after having a seventeen-point lead. Is bad. Fan, we don't get ex- we don't get outscored in the fourth quarter. So, I'm telling you what that's like. That is true. It's true. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. The Raiders just fucking stinking. I'm sorry if anyone's a Raiders fan, but they are god. Nobody would miss Josh McDaniels. I think he should be fired. I mean, he's not, but he's. They, I mean, he'll just go back to New England and be the offensive coordinator again. Yeah, because happened when he was at Denver. He just went crying back to uh, Papa Bill. Papa Bill Pelichick, please. Papa Does he Bill. have, like, one of the worst freaking trees ever? Yeah, he. They, none of them ever succeed, ever. It's like Matt Patricia was terrible. Uh, Joe Judge was terrible. Bill Belichick. I'm uh, not Bill Belichick. Wow. Eric Mangini wasn't. Mangini he was all right, was but he wasn't awful. that great. No, he well, was fucking awful. Really, Brian Dable was part of the uh, was on the part of the Pats for a while as a quarterback's coach. So. Was he? Yeah, I mean, he's pretty good offensive. I don't think anybody's considering him as a part of Bill Belichick's tree, though. Yeah, but he was there. I don't know. I don't know if he's part of the tree, but. That's like saying that Mike Westoff is is in Bill Parcell's tree. 
because Bill Parcells was literally his coach when he was a player. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Waller. Oh, yeah. Matt's right. Waller and Renfro both in the IR. So they are, the Raiders are definitely toast. Matt, are you picking the Raiders to win this week? Yes, he would be. He's here to pick them to cover. Everyone fade it, fade it immediately. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, shit. All right, Meredith, we got you here. So we got a couple questions for you as well. So, Meredith, I know you're a big fan of Encanto, right? Yeah, I've seen it a few times. <laughs> what? So, what's your theory of why Mirabelle doesn't get any powers when it's her turn to? Uh... You know, I don't know. I, I thought it was weird. What do you have a theory? So the theory is supposed to be that when she touched the candle as a kid, she then wiped, washed her, like uh, rubbed her hands against her dress, and that wiped off the magic. So when she go turn the ta- uh, turn the doorknob, uh, it didn't work. Is that really it? That's one of the theories out there. Yeah, that's why she doesn't get powers. How'd you know that? So I don't know what that what that means. Yeah, yeah my theory is that um, I don't give a fuck, right? <laughs> no, no, not at all, not at all. My theory is uh, if she did get powers, there wouldn't be a movie. So <laughs> that makes sense. Got to have a driving yeah. force, right? I think I don't like to sit here and agree with him sometimes because sometimes he says fucked up shit. Well, I'll be goddamned if he ain't right. Sometimes, like, what are you gonna say? <laughs> yeah, I think I think the whole point of it was that the ch- the movie was meant for children, not for thirty year olds to be sitting there doing conspiracy theories. <laughs> you never know, dude. Really? A lot of Disney movies meant for children. They kill off a lot of moms in fucking Disneyland and Disney World. All right, mm-hmm. a lot a lot of wait, moms. Wait. Uh, lot, what? Wait, wait, what? You said they kill a lot of moms. They kill a lot of moms off. In Disneyland and Disney World, you said? In in Disney movies. Oh, but you said Disney World and Disneyland. I got confused. I'm saying it, it, the, co- the corporate Disney, Disney loves making movies Universe. where it's like, dude, oh, oh, like, okay. Disney is the original Nicholas Sparks. It's like, hey, we're going to start out a, mo- uh, a book and, um, oh, by the way, dead right away. Horrible mommy or daddy issues from Jump Street. This absolute, oh, hey, look at this three-year-old, you know, princess, dead. I, they do I it every time. Like two movies where somebody dies like off the rip. No. What? Yeah. Disney? Uh, Bambi and the Lion King. Okay. Bambi, Lion King, loses his father. Frozen. I'm 35. Um, never seen Frozen. Frozen, parents. Yeah, Frozen, the parents die. Yeah, Tarzan, the parents Tarzan, die. the parents die. Um, Tarzan is not Mermaid. a Disney movie. Tarzan is a fucking movie that Disney started decided to make. Okay. Uh, Little Mermaid, uh, Ariel doesn't have a mother. Um, shit. I, assume, uh, I always assumed that her mother was like Aquaman, where like her father is a, a merman and her mother is a person walking on Earth. Cinderella lives with stepmother. Her parents have parents. Cinderella have parents. You also have um, what about uh, what's her name? Aurora from uh, Soon Beauty, isn't she? I didn't like, even uh, know she had a real name until <laughs> fucking like a week ago. Somebody was like, what about Aurora? And I'm like, who the fuck is that from some modern ass fucking Disney movie? <laughs> uh, and they're like, Sleeping Beauty? I'm like, Sleeping Beauty's name is Sleeping Beauty. Hello. Uh, a Goofy movie, no mother. Only Goofy. Yeah. That's because um, she walked out on him. She didn't die. Bell, How do you know? Had a dad. Now, Maurice's wife died. Yeah. Who, 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 who fucked Goofy to have a kid? <laughs> That's my question. <laughs> one night stand. She's a one night stand and she left with the kid? Yeah. Oh, 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 gosh, you're going to come. I imagine, I imagine Goofy having sex is a lot like stepbrothers. Something's happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> I mean, at least Mickey has many. Oh boy! <laughs> you go to Disney way too much, my friend. Uh, Lilo and Stitch, no parents. The sister. <laughs> Just David every like Saturday. Dude, it's watch. because I, I, how many I do we have to you're run right, through? Though. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're really Title like, your sex tape. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is friggin' uh, Lilo's older sister was thick. She was good looking. <laughs> Polynesian. Just saying. Good surfer, too. Great surfer. Um, awesome legs. You know, thick bottom half. <laughs> TJ apparently just watches uh, Lilo and Stitch's sister. You know what's so funny? He said the same thing about Simba's mom. <laughs> Dude, Simba's mom. She was fucking aggressive. You know what I mean? The end when she's <laughs> wearing right. a scar. We're going, we're going off the rails here. Let's, let's move it on. <laughs> Yankees, recently Cashman has come out uh, of the Yankees and said that. As incompetent? Um, yes, we know. <laughs> he's saying that uh, he's going to keep Donaldson, and Donaldson's next year starting third base. But Nick, how do you feel about it? I, I couldn't stand him when they picked him up in the first place. To this day, everybody keeps trying to rationalize it by saying they had to get rid of Sanchez. And in my head, I'm going, they could have just fucking cut his ass. Yeah, he only one year left. They literally could have DFA'd him, designated for assignment. And and what would have been the loss there? You keep Gio Urshela. Yeah. You probably could have made the trade for to the Rangers for fucking IKF. Why would you sit there and play ball with fucking with uh, Minnesota to get him? When he was he he never reported to Minnesota. Yeah, he got traded to Minnesota from Texas and got traded again within like thirty six hours. Yeah, so yeah. you could have traded with Texas to get this guy if you wanted him so desperately, which you really didn't need him because he provided very little as far as defensive metrics as playing shortstop is concerned. Yeah, um, and hitting, I mean, he hit decently for average, but didn't drive in. They didn't use him the appropriate way, way right? Because for average, you're supposed to be up in the lineup. He's batting ninth. So that guy's ahead of him. Like Donaldson could bat 200 and provide nothing. So the entire reasoning for getting IKF and Donaldson was always flawed and stupid in the first place. And to try to justify it saying, oh, well, we had to get rid of Sanchez. You didn't have to get rid of Sanchez. You could have just dealt him. You could have just cut him, DFA'd him, anything other than trade him. You didn't need to trade him. The problem is, is that Brian Cashman can't get over the fact that he made a bad decision in the first place, and now he's stuck with it. Instead of just sitting there cutting bait and going like, you know what? This this fish is getting away from me and cutting the line and moving on with his life. He sits there and struggles and breaks six poles trying to get the guy to come in. Like, it, it's just ridiculous. Josh Donaldson should not be on the Yankees roster. How do you pay $25 million to a 37-year-old third baseman who had a down year already and, and is a major league douchebag? If what? I had to pick – Fucking 1A and 1B for douchebags in Major League Baseball. It'd be him and Tim Anderson. Ironically, <laughs> they got into a fight. I'm not surprised. If you put two douchebags within three feet of each other, they're going to get into an argument. And the worst part about it is that he's owed $21 million next year, which means Hal Steinberg is not cutting him. He's not going to give him a check. He's not going to pay him off. He's going to keep him like, you, you got to play for me. I'm not going to waste my $21 million on have you play for me. You know what's going to happen. It's just yeah. how the fucking hangs on. And nobody's taking that contract, so he, we're just going to sit with this guy taking up space on the roster, using payroll, and they're going to use that as a reason. They're going to use the $8 they have to play to be verified on fucking Twitter as a reason not to sign free agents. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. We're going to the golf question for you, TJ. Tiger, Justin Thomas, Rory, and Jordan Spieth are rumored to be the next match in December of this year. Are you going to watch that? Yeah, of course. 
I think that's actually a really star-studded match. I think that'd be awesome. I definitely yeah, the, the, like the last couple match. ones have been kind of really shitty and irritating. I think I think like, this would this would put it back on the map the match because these are like all it fun would. guys. Just it would um, together would be cool. Yeah, I would like to see them do more like um, almost like an all-star game, but with golf, but like add in like random challenges. You know what I mean? Like, dude, put put a ball in, in the pine straw and make somebody like hook one, like like some tiger shots. You know what I mean? Like or fill yeah. shots, like something, some ridiculous like challenges. Like uh, there's some big Tom Doyle shots where he makes the impossible putt. Yeah, dude, absolutely. Put put, put yeah, something where you have to hit putt. like a you know a stinger through. A small gap up and over, you know what I mean? Like something, yeah. Or a field goal post down, you know, because that's one thing I do like about, um, you know, the European tour now the the DP World Tour is they throw out stuff on the internet like uh, random challenge uh, things and like one of the coolest things they they did last year was they um they uh, rented out an airstrip and ran a fairway only a yard wide out there and you had to hit the fairway with your driver and land it in a one yard spot. And and uh, I forget what uh, who did it, but somebody did it, hit it out three hundred yards and landed it on the one yard strip, like shit like that. Like throw some weird, crazy challenges that, like, as you sit there, like, yeah, everybody sits there and looks at these golf shots, like, oh, I could do that. No, how how can he miss that ten foot putt? And how does he frig up that chip and stuff like that? Like, no, show something that's like, yeah, that's why these guys are pros. That's why these guys are phenomenal because you can't do this. You can't do it. I mean, yeah. to be fair, I couldn't do the normal stuff they do. <laughs> You're bad at golf. I also like when, like, the first one was really fun with Tiger and Phil. Emo and yeah. then a tie, and they had that bullshit tie. Yeah, that one sucked. Ball. That one did but, suck. It was exciting. It, dude, it was more hype than anything because that was a they, – they just parred their way through 18. It was like – Yeah, the I mean, the play, the play sucked, but it was still fun to hear Tiger and Phil chirp at each other, you know? And it was, mm-hmm. like, cool. They were, like, they were doing their bets, their side bets for, like, the charity and stuff. I like right. to see that, but I like to see them actually win the fucking money. No charities involved. It's just, <laughs> let's just win some money uh, off each other. But all right, we had, I had one more question for myself, but we already answered it early on. We talked about OBJ and the uh, Kadaris Tony getting traded, so we will skip that. But I got a I got a question for you, Rook. Would you, you rather have a threesome with two little people or two seven foot tall women? Ooh. Tough. I I think I should be able to answer. I should I should have answered this one. Um, <laughs> do you do you have a little person fantasy? No, I don't. I was actually <laughs> really cool. The two seven foot women would be. I don't want to like offend anyone from the little person. I, I can just see Rook like, all right. There's nothing more I want to do than be like, uh, you're done. <laughs> Give me another one. <laughs> Give me another one. No, actually, I would take a two seven foot woman. That's actually. Uh, I think it's better. They're probably by Snoo Snoo. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Who is it? What'd you say? Death by Snoo Snoo? I don't know what that is. Oh, uh, how dare drama, you? Drama, dude. Hold on. I got to show you Death by Snoo Snoo. How do you not know about Death by Snoo Snoo? I don't. I don't. Oh, my goodness, sir. <laughs> we condemn them to death. Oh, by Snoo Snoo. Yay! <laughs> is that- the body is willing. <laughs> the mind is willing, but the body is weak. Is that future Rama? Yeah. yeah. Oh, then yeah, I do. I do know. Yeah, I do know now. Now death it by, death by Snoo Snoo. Oh man, that that was a great episode. <laughs> All right. 
I'm trying to think. I'm trying to find like crazy questions to ask Meredith. If you could be my service now. Uh, crazy questions. Oh no. I'm new. This is my uh, podcast debut. It is. It is. You're doing great so far, even though you didn't have a theory, a conspiracy theory for a conto. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck. Why, why can't I find funny ones? All right. Every All right. time, every time you uh, took a picture, mm-hmm. you farted. <laughs> or every time. Uh, every time you cough, you uh, you I don't know. I can't think of anything right now. I'm being stupid. That was awesome. Oh. It was pretty bad. If you could be half person, half sausage, which side which would you have, and why? <laughs> so bottom like half American. sausage, sausage top that, half. Person. That's for Meredith. Yeah. That's for me. Yeah. Why? Yeah, too. Oh my gosh, no! I don't know if I should say what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say bottom half, so I can get eaten. <laughs> 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 it's a great play. answer. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> that's a great. Sick. That's a great answer. That's sick. And it makes sense. <laughs> Who did I, I ask that of a guy? He's like, that would eat myself. And I'm like, that's sick. You're sick. <laughs> that <is> sick. <laughs> All right. I got one. Uh, what would you rather? Uh, everybody you know gets a copy of a porn you're in, like a homemade porn movie, or everybody you know gets to look at your search history on the internet? This is again for me. Everybody. Everyone. See your homie in porn or my search history? I feel like I search for it. Like, what does human flesh taste like? <laughs> Sometimes it's like random word meanings. Define unstable. Someone who's educated, my vocabulary is poor. I Google that random words. You look Paul. <laughs> you look Paul. <laughs> I'm gonna go I with think, uh, I'm gonna go with the search history. You know. See, I I don't know. I think I think it's less judgment if somebody watches your porn because we all have sex. I mean, what are you gonna tell me? Like, oh, dude, your 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 fucking hips aren't moving fast enough. Like, I, okay, it's a great critique. I don't. I feel like care. if I saw your porn, I. Work on your porn. I know you're 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 into weird stuff, and your wife's probably pegging you in your in your porno. So I don't know if you want people seeing that. I can honestly say, as weird as I am, I've never been pegged yet. <laughs> He's not ruling it out. There, <laughs> never know. We are going would, to Atlantic would... City uh, the week of Christmas, so I mean, when everybody knows when you're in a hotel, the elevated level of nastiness that goes on. Okay. Just saying. I wouldn't touch the blinds in the room I've just been in. <laughs> Rook, you're, you're concentrating real hard. I'm trying to find. He's trying questions. to delete his search history right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would rather actually, I would say, I was actually going to say, I'd rather people watch, look at my search history. This is like, why is he looking up who was the actor in random movie from 1995? <laughs> that no one fucking. They'd be like, why did he look up our truth? Oh, because it was like Kadarius Tony. Got it. Cool, 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 cool. Why is there sexy yeah, pictures yeah. of Lilo's sister, Disney? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. If you could fight one person to the death, 
and then switch lives with them, who would you fight? Oh, wow. This is from Answer the Internet. This is the Barstool game. I want to say like like Rory McIlroy. I would love to be a multi-millionaire professional golfer. I would feel really bad killing him. Would it be Dustin Johnson? Dustin Johnson's tall. It'd be hard to fight him. Dustin Johnson's (laughs) got a family. Yeah. But so does Rory. Oh, well, then you're just a shitty person. I mean, can you say like 1941 Hitler and like this changed the tide of history? Be like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. You rise to power, but then you back off of all that horrible shit. And you become like an awesome fucking world leader. <laughs> it's like, hey, I rose to power, but by the way, you're all fucking bigots, and you guys are going in the chambers. Oh my How dare God. you celebrate me saying all this horrible fucking shit? Please stop. <laughs> Dude, I, you could change the course of history. Bro, I could save Kyrie six million lives. I could oh, save six God. million lives. I would. I and would finally, think- finally, people can wear that fucking mustache again. Just saying. <laughs> Ruin the fucking fashion statement. Uh, I was gonna say Justin Verlander, but I, I don't even. I, I can't even say anything after that. I can't, I, I, <laughs> what the fuck is that? Who fixed Hitler? What's wrong? With pre pre genocide. You would change the tide of fucking history. Change the world history. Yeah, a million lives. I don't even know who I would pick. Who would I pick? I don't know. Fucking Jeff Bezos. Jeff, oh, that's a good one. Take a lot of money. What? What is Meredith saying? I can't hear. Oh, I said, I feel like there are people I'd want to fight, but I don't know if I'd want their lives. Like, I can't stand Sarah Silverman, but I don't know if I'd want to be her. I'd watch you fight her. I don't even think Sarah Silverman wants to be Sarah Silverman. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Maybe, so I can just do the thing. And, uh, what's that? Sex with Matt Damon. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fucking fucking Matt Damon. Yeah, so maybe I will pick her. She's fucking Matt Damon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you also got to fuck Jimmy Kimmel, too, so that's a tough one. (laughs) Hey, Sarah, he's got bigger tits. (laughs) (laughs) All right, last question. This one was uh, the same thing from the answer to the uh, internet. Would you rather have a pig's orgasm, which is apparently is a very intense orgasm, or a lion's sexual stamina? So basically, would you rather have a really intense, long, incredible orgasm, or would you rather just have the stamina of a lion to last long, like very long time? Pig, easy, pig, done. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I don't, I don't have a stamina issue. Like what's the like what? Like, I, I don't need to last a fucking hour and a half. I feel like I feel like at a certain point, it's just like everybody's like, "Are, are we still doing this, or can we order fucking pizza?" <laughs> After the third cramp, yeah, it's like I mean, when you're sitting there fucking cracking Pedialytes because you lost too many electrolytes, it, it's 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 too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think I might take the pig's orgasm if it's that intense. Same. Yeah. Though I, I'm pretty sure you can get a cramp doing that too. <coughs> Would you rather have a dick for a nose or a nose for a dick? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> if my nose is a dick, do I also have a dick below? 
No, that's your your nose is your dick. Dick for a nose. No, but you said dick for a nose or nose for a dick. So, like, I have just where your dick was is now a nose, and that's what you pee out of and use in the boudoir. In the boudoir. But if my nose is a dick, oh, use dick. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Hold on. Your sister's having a baby. Yeah, my I my I I shit. You still have to answer the question, Nick. Nick, would you rather have a nose for a dick or a dick for a nose? We need to answer. Like, I'll take the dick Um, nose. I'll take a dick nose. I think. Okay. All right. What hospital? His sister's having a baby. Wow! Look at this live in the air. Okay. All right. Thanks for the content, Vanessa. Just saying, it's forever encapsulated on YouTube. He literally tripped and fell on my couch. But I feel if your nose is where your dick was, it's by your butt. Do you want to smell that? I. And do you want uh, everyone to see your penis on your face or watch you pee? So no, but you still have a dick. It's just your nose is a dick, too. I don't have a penis, so I don't know if I should even weigh in. So I have a dick for a nose, but then I also have a nose for a dick at the same time. No, it's either. No, it's either your nose. You have a nose instead of a dick or you have a dick instead of a nose. Oh, I have thick dick nose. Yeah, hundred percent. I can still use it. It still get hard. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be bad. <laughs> I mean, for two years during COVID, you'd actually be happy to wear a mask. <laughs> you just walking around like this, like a rhino. Take your mask off already, Lib. It's like I'm not. I have a penis. Never mind. <laughs> I have a penis nose. All right, nice. sorry. Don't show you my penis. All right, well, Nick's this is Nick's leaving. Yeah, he's like. Nick's leaving. Uh, I got to go, guys. My sister's giving birth. She, she's, a, she's headed to the hospital. I got to get to the hospital. All right. Well, Nick, we'll see you, you later. You have a fun-filled Meredith, night, sir. Hopefully, we'll have you on again, Meredith, to answer some more crazy questions. Yeah. I think we have to. I feel like we, we let our, our audience down. We didn't we didn't go for the gusto with these questions. We're going to have to get weirder. Yeah, I have to get weirder. Definitely. More embarrassing. Nick, right, Nick, good luck to your Nick sister. knows. Nick, good luck to your sister. Absolutely. Well, Congratulations, thanks, Vanessa. Thanks. And we'll see you guys later. Out, little boy or girl? We don't yeah, know. Just about this is the show. We will. I'm just gonna hurt my fucking knee when I fell. <laughs> he literally flew, and he told me I should put my couch the other way. You would have went out the window. <laughs> wow. You both would have been in the hospital then. That would have been great. Yeah, it would have been like, like a Joey? friends episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. All right, I gotta go, guys. I'll talk to you later. Later. Bye, thanks for having me. Bye. Take care, Meredith. We'll see you again soon. And I think that about does it. That wraps it up. I mean, listen, we, we've laughed, we've cried, and uh, somebody's having a baby. It doesn't and get better than again. that. And we cried again. That's right. It's like the sign. Oh, you don't want to sign. Well, never mind. I won't say it. All right. Thank <laughs> you for <laughs> tuning in again. Episode Thank you for uh, coming on there, Rook. We appreciate yeah, no it. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, we'll hopefully see you back for episode 71. Peace. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.